Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Please visit audiblepodcast.com slash biggest for your free audiobook download. Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Hello. This is the big episode 49, Dick. One away from our milestone of 50. <sighs> well, technically, somebody somebody brought this up, but technically that makes this our 50th episode because of uh, Deliti McGee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, Sean? I, I brought so, in a comment. I brought in a comment. It was the same episode <laughs> no, we recorded. Oh, how dare you? How Sorry, dare Sean. you? Every time, even if we're saying uh-huh. the same oh, thing, that's it's right. Different. You guys got two brand new problems. <laughs> Mark Mark Burton says you guys need to celebrate the 51st episode instead of the 52nd because you have to account for the one Sean deleted. <laughs> you know, though, that's actually pretty funny. If you want to be real pedantic, we have those original and, six. And you too. do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always do. Well, we have the original six, and we have six bonus episodes. So uh, technically, true. we're at third. We're at sixty-two now. Yeah, is that uh, right? Is no. that the right math? Not at all. Not even close. How's that not right? Forty-nine. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe. All right. Oh, maybe. I was thinking. You go vote up time machine. Thinking fifty-nine. Yeah. The two smartest men on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> How did we do last week? The votes, Dick. Uh, big problem: obesity. Came in first. The biggest problem, damn it, in the universe is obesity. Uh, I would say it's it's really climbing the ranks there. It's eighteen, uh, I think, about eighteen hundred votes. Yeah, and followed by bacon worship cleaned house. Dick, I cleaned house last. You know, people that really struck a chord with people, and then dead last was your income tax, which was still in the positive territory. I can't believe it. Oh, I yeah. thought I thought that would get like ten thousand votes. Okay. Who I, because I even brought it in. I thought I was being cheap, like I was cheating. Like, yeah. oh, here I'll just bring Vote in grab. this obvious best, obvious biggest problem in the universe. Uh-huh. Everyone hated it. Yeah. Everyone hated it. It's sitting, uh, the, the income tax right now on the big list is sitting between mandatory holiday shifts, not quite as high, uh-huh. not as big of a problem, the income tax, yeah. taking six weeks of your life every year, not as big of a problem as mandatory holiday shifts, slightly, slightly a bigger problem than not enough bartenders. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Both of your bullshit. You know what, Dick? This is this is no, exactly what yours. you deserve. One of those was yours. Mandatory what? holiday shifts was your problem. Was that mine? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't give a fuck if people have to work on holidays. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, everyone hated you that episode. Yeah, you came across real fucking elitist, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, want a comment? Yeah, I got a comment. I got a comment from Keenan Watrous. He says. You wrote multiple books, coded 2,000 lines for a single program that will never be used again, won several awards, yet your website still looks like shit. That's true. Shut up, Keenan. That's not the point. Wait, how many beautiful websites have gone under, idiot? Have you ever heard of the dot-com bubble? Why don't you fucking look it up on Wikipedia? Oh, I know it's ancient history to you fucking uh, Vine stars. Yeah. Shitheads. All right, what do you got? Hey, Dick Fucker Masterson. That's you. It's from Anthony Emiliano Campuzano. If you don't want to pay taxes, that's fine, but you're not allowed to use public roads, libraries, which is spelled wrong. <laughs> How did he spell it? Uh, R-Y-S. R- libraries. <laughs> libraries. It sounds like he doesn't pay taxes. Yeah, you know what? Um, you, you can keep your libraries. Yeah. I don't When was the last time you needed to go to the... That's the second example. I can't use public roads or almost as important... 
Libraries. Libraries. I can't use that. Uh-huh. Libraries. The, the post office. That's fine. I got FedEx. UPS is closer to my apartment. Call the police f- for help. That'll be the day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Call the fire department. No problem. I have insurance. Oh, I'm still laughing at the police coming to help you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those assholes. I called I called the cops three times in the last month, like two and a half months. They came uh two of the two of the three times, both an hour late, oh, and yeah. did nothing. They're like, well, we need evidence of the crime. I'm like, hey, dickhead, if you would have showed up within I even, I don't know, 30 minutes of it happening, I could have shown you. But now it's gone, isn't it, dipshit? Well, yeah. you did call him on an old lady. <laughs> did wow, you? That's why did was, you call him on her? Of, yeah, uh, yeah, of course I did. Uh, oh, that was yeah, one yeah, of the yeah, times. yeah, that's one of the times. Yeah, I, I called them. Yeah, I, I, the only reason I call the cops is because my insurance company makes me file a police report. Yeah, but you know what they're doing now? <laughs> LAPD especially, what they do is they'll come and they won't file a report because if they don't file a report, that artificially deflates the crime number in, oh, in the city. Oh, fuck uh-huh. off. And then they come to the mayor and they say, hey, look, our crime level's lower. They get more funding. They buy more new toys. That's what they're doing. My friend got assaulted by gang members just a couple months ago and they wouldn't even file a report even though they caught the gang members who did. They wouldn't file a report because they want to artificially deflate that crime number. Those mother- Fuckers. Yeah. And then they buy military gear yep. that our income tax is paid for. Okay. Oh, but fuck Agenda. me. Fuck me. I will fuck fuck me. I won't use your libraries. Okay? Keep me put a big sign at the front of the libraries that says no dick masters and allowed at the libraries. You want to jerk off dick masters and you gotta jerk off at your home internet. You can't jerk off here. Who the fuck needs a library? You know Who you, the fuck needs a library? You elitist fuck. I um, I have friends who go to the library, okay, dickhead? And what? I went a lot when I was a kid. Are they all homeless? <laughs> no. Why no. do they go to the library? Because it's a nice place to study, asshole. And then you can also rent movies and, and check out audiobooks. <laughs> okay. like, the, like the books at Audible? <laughs> Call the fire department. Get social security. Okay. Again, a, a, Jesus fucking Christ. The income tax does not pay for social security. Right. That's, that's the, the social payroll security tax. tax. Yeah. Yeah. It's. <laughs> Which makes me wonder if this guy is a kid and doesn't have a job or has just never looked at a pay stub. Yeah. Or is maybe a dog. I don't know. It's the internet. Who fucking knows? Yeah, who fucking knows the demographic of somebody commenting on our message boards? <laughs> <laughs> here's, a, here's a good one. This one's actually, um, do you want to do one? Yeah, yeah, I got one. Off? I right. got one from, uh, from Simon Kempthorne. He says, I hear that North Korea doesn't have income taxes. Perhaps, Dick, you'd fit right in there. Go fuck yourself, comrade. <laughs> Great. Hello, Hike Dillian here, or Hike Dillian, as Dick says. <laughs> this is so typical. Like, Maddox is worried about what the human race is going to do in a few billion years when the world is going to end, but he can't even get his fucking taxes done on time. <laughs> true. Oh, Dick, make sure you tell Maddox to go fuck himself. You heard Love that, Love the right? show, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good job, man. Uh, I'm going to call into a show and leave voicemail to tell somebody who's listening to go fuck himself via another person. Good job. Sean Michael Conley says, people like bacon because they're trying to buy... Were you going to read that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good comment. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, People like bacon because they're trying to buy a masculine identity instead of earning it. Bacon gets set up as this manly food for lumberjacks and cowboys and shit. Oh, and shit. So guys try to use it as some sort of substitute for actual manliness, responsibility, hard work, dignity, etc. Yeah, man. I read that comment. That was a really good comment. Really astute observation. They are trying to package masculinity and sell it back to men saying, hey, man, 
You want to be a manly dude? You better eat some bacon. Otherwise, you're going to be emasculated. That's what it is. I think that guy struck the chord. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Lori Foster wrote in. Oh, uh, Lori, the transcriber. Yeah. yeah. She said, I haven't finished listening to the podcast, but Orson Welles voices Unicron, not Omicron. Yeah. And not Omicron. Remember last episode when you uh-huh. said it's easy to come up with a cool alien yeah, planet and I, name? I did. And the thing, you know what was so cool well, you, about the names I came up with? Pet. You no, shit the bed no, immediately. No, first of all, okay. No, I said Omicron and you said, you said Omicron, right? In fact, it was Unicron. And I thought about it. Yeah. And then I that's why I went to Umlaut because of the U. Oh. But I didn't I see. say I didn't say it because I was immediately thinking of Umlaut. That's but you your process. What? You know what, Dick? You know what's great about my names that I came up with is that they're not made up bullshit. Because- Shotgun blast. <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing. What Sean. triggered what triggered that? <laughs> that's not a made up bullshit. Uh, no, because it's a real thing. If you call Planet Broomstick, that's way better than Xandar because it's at least it's a thing. Name like every everything around us is named after something or somebody. That's why I said Shotgun Blast. That's a real thing. That's a cool fucking planet. Hey, you want to yeah. go to Shotgun Blast? That sounds awesome. It sounds like a Borderlands planet. Awesome. A hell. Hellish a hellish nightmare, you mean. A hellish awesome. nightmare? Yeah, Borderlands yeah. as a planet. Yeah. Just lawlessness and... Um, I was talking about the video game, but that yeah. would be a cool... Pl- yeah, that'd be yeah. a cool name for a planet. Metal okay. Gear Solid, that'd be a cool planet. I'd go to Metal Gear Solid. So, you're just, so that's what you want to see in the Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Hey, we're going to Metal Gear Solid, the planet. <laughs> Talk about product placement. <laughs> you amazing. would be offended by that. Uh, probably. Sony dropping probably their not. product placement all over the movie, all over another company's movie. Um, I got a bunch of people calling me a libertarian and yep. an anarchist. A lot of people calling me an anarchist this time. Yeah? Because I don't want a sp- very specific type of tax. Yeah. You know. You, do, you know, Dick, I feel bad for you sometimes because you Thanks. bring in these... <laughs> Why? Because my face is too small for my head? <laughs> Among other things. Um, I, yeah, we got Haley Joel Osment over here. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> fuck you, Sean. Oh, that reminds me. I it got was, some... It was sarcastic. Uh, that you reminds... seen that kid, though? Yeah. He does look weird. Yeah, he looks real weird. I got some fan art. This is from John... Nicolosus, Nicolosas, whatever. It's uh, Charlie Brown with Dick's face on it. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Charlie Brown's head, which is about the size of a, of a half dollar, a silver dollar, and then my face is about the size of a dime yeah. in the middle of, a, of your pinky fingernail. <laughs> a tiny, a tiny little one. And then I got another piece of what fan What does that art. guy's face look like? It's probably normal. It's probably proportional. Ah, you're probably right. (laughs) (laughs) Good good grief. (laughs) Oh, boy, Charlie. Um, I got another another piece of fan art from Johnny Carter, or at Johnny A.Y. Carter on Twitter. It's uh, the biggest ass problem in the universe. It's a comic. Here, Dick, I'll let you read this one. Uh, I can't see it from here. God, it's, it's, uh, it's Maddox, annoyed. Oh, I'm forcing Maddox to watch Titanic in this clip and rubbing my nipples for some reason. Yeah. And I have a, a, some kind of a barrette, a flower barrette in my hair. Or maybe just a flower, I don't know. God damn it, Dick, I'm not watching this stupid bullshit Titanic, bunch of idiots, and then me. Come on, it makes my nipples so hard. Yeah, mm. and you're rubbing your nipples. Hey, I'm not the one that drew my nipples, all right, you weirdo? Yeah, I guess he drew your nipples, but you're the one rubbing them while you make me watch that bullshit-ass Titanic, which I still haven't seen. I still haven't seen a, a single second of that bullshit. You're going to watch it. Nope. Really? I won't. You don't even remember where we were at? No, of course not. I blocked that shit out. Mm. I, I'm so angry every single episode. I bet you do. 
Uh, anyway, Dick, should we get to a problem? No, I got a... Well, okay, yeah. No, what do you got? Before I get to my problem, I've got a special bit sent oh. in to us by you-know-who. The boisterous coconuts. Oh, the stereos <laughs> coconuts. Oh, a stereos. That is a bit. All right, let's hear yeah. it. Welcome to the biggest problem in history. Taking the history out of history. Examining the biggest problems in history to occur this week. April 20th, 1889. Adolf Hitler is born. On 420, bro. That's right. The dankest day of the year also brought us history's swag is due. Hitler's rise to power began when he was sent by the German army to totally narc on the German Workers' Party. Hitler, however, got hip to their vibe and began to totally pick up the anti-Semitic rhetoric they were laying down. Hitler went on to pack the German beer halls like choice nugs in a bowl and within a decade became Germany's highest dude. Thankfully, his story ends with his bunker being smoked up by the Russians and his body getting totally cashed. Still, one wonders how our world could have been different had Hitler been more of an indica and less of a sativa. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Hitler's birthday yesterday. Uh, a little too close to uh, to the uh, the stoner glossary, the stoner lingo. He knows too many stoner he knows words. Too many saying? stoner words. Yeah. yeah. Did you get them on? all though? Yeah, of course. I read. No, I read. Now you're too close. <laughs> yeah. You read what? I've read two full magazines of High Times from cover to cover. <laughs> You're the only person in history who's done that, <laughs> including the editor. <laughs> April 15, 1955. The very first McDonald's opens, marking the very last day Americans could take a deep breath without experiencing sharp chest pains. <laughs> Founded by Czech American businessman Ray Kroc, McDonald's was built on the promise of serving food without all that annoying food stuff in it. The chain's explosive growth was matched only by our nation's explosive growth of diabetes. And today, serves hundreds of billions in 119 countries, dot, 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 hamburgers? <laughs> he, uh, that was a misdirect. I thought he was going to say diarrhea instead of diabetes. Could have been either one. Me too, yeah. actually. Probably both. All right. So, Dick, yeah, what's your problem? As we know, yesterday... Uh, Sean, you're going to like this one. Yesterday was 420. <laughs> we all know what that means, right? <laughs> Weed. <laughs> yeah, man. My problem's reefer madness. Cool. Uh, or AKA marijuana prohibition. Hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, you know how many people are jailed because of marijuana? Oh, man. I know <laughs> I know so many of these people who, I ever since junior high, there was one uh-huh. kid in my in my class. I won't say his name, but this kid what, was a what, what, major... make up a name. <laughs> I'll just say Pot his... Pete. <laughs> what? Pot Pete. Sexy Pete. How about okay, that? Okay, Sexy Pete. So sexy it Pete. Makes no sense at all. Go always ahead. always wore camo pants to uh, to class. Was a total weirdo. Uh, kind of a fuck up. Like never did any of his homework. The worst grades in class, uh-huh. except for one time. One time he did his homework. He brought in the most well-researched paper I've seen <laughs> in all of middle school. It was like three pages long, and he stood up, and he recited that thing from heart, boy. He just stood up there, and it was all about marijuana prohibition. <laughs> uh, yeah, he just went on and on and on and on. I'm like, oh, Jesus, here it is. They are able to dedicate an incredible amount of resources, uh, mentally and physically, to the defense or cultivation or celebration of weed. Yeah. Right? It's pretty amazing. And I'm not one of these people. No. Me I neither. Don't really, I don't really like weed. I don't smoke. Um, well, I do. Not, not often, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a couple, couple times a year. Why? I would say. Like, uh, other, uh, other than Burning Man? 
Yeah, other other than Burning Man, because someone will have it and they'll offer it to me, and that's I mean, what are you gonna say? No, somebody's offering you drugs. Yeah, you say no, turkey. That's rude. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've actually literally harshed what's the uh, what, harsh some harsh the buzz. Oh uh, yeah, harsh people's buzzes at no. parties because I wouldn't smoke. I'm like. I, just fuck off. I don't care that you're doing it. Just leave me alone. I don't want to do it. <laughs> All right. What? Oh, I mean, it's, you're already angry about it. Yeah. People giving you free drugs. <laughs> you found a new low for what to be angry about. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of weed. Don't smoke it. And um, potheads really fucking annoy me all the time, but I still think it's a big problem. Why do and they, why do they annoy you? Because they zone out. Yeah. They are, and they'll say that they don't. But they smoke a little bit too much, and every every toke takes a little bit of them out of their eyes. Yeah, it you know? takes them out of life. Yeah, they're it does. not present. They're just kind of they're got their eyes kind of glaze over. I mean, they're mellow as fuck, sure. Uh, but then that just makes me want to leave. That yeah. makes me want to go home. Yeah. and do something else. Maybe just get a burger on my way home and read a book. I agree with you. You want to know how much it costs us to enforce? Weed laws? How much? Over here. Rough, rough estimates, because they're all over the place, $20 billion. Half of that in enforcing these laws, half of that in uh, taxes we could be making okay, off well, of the legalization of weed. Let's not include speculative income yet, because okay. we don't know. That's all theory, Okay, right? all right. You yeah. caught me on that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's just so go with seven, billion? $7.7 $7 a year on enforcing the marijuana. Okay, yeah. that's still a lot. That's, that's, that's a lot quite a bit, yeah. Yeah. So if we had simply made marijuana legalized and taxed it, that's the main argument. Let's let's legalize it and tax it. Well, that's an argument. That's yeah. not my main argument. What's my your- main argument is that it's a plant and it's not hurting. But I don't want to get called a libertarian by 400 people again. <laughs> it's, it's a plant that's less dangerous than, you know, tobacco. Yeah. And we let people do that and we should let people do that. It's way less dangerous than alcohol. I got all the dumb stats if you want them. Yeah. But that's that's my argument is the only reason the only reason this prohibition exists is because of racism. Like is it? it was yeah, it it was started in the early 1900s the movement to get it um to get it prohibited, to get marijuana to make it a criminal offense was because Mexicans were bringing it in. And toking up and having a good time. Let me hold on. Really? Me, yeah, 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 yeah. So we just wanted to Mexican. We didn't want Mexicans to have a good time, so we made marijuana illegal. That's pretty fucking spiteful. That's something I would do. Yeah, and you know Mexicans not, are good at having a good time. Not specific. Not specifically okay. against Mexicans. Specifically I know what you're saying. Mexicans. That's why they all went into gardening. Why? Because oh. <laughs> of weed. <laughs> they could grow That's it at home. You know? right. The Marijuana Tax Act was introduced in 1937. It required sellers to obtain a license. Uh, blanket prohibition was not the intention. Harry Anslinger, the Bureau of Narcotics Commissioner, testified, this was his, he testified that it had a violent effect on degenerate races. What? Yeah, that was the quote at the testimony. That's his argument. Yeah, that's where this all started. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He specifically referred to the Mexican immigrants who entered the country seeking jobs during the Great Depression. Oh, the degenerate races. So, uh, wait, how long ago was this? That was the 1900s. 1900s. Well, that was that was uh, 1937. So marijuana wasn't always illegal, though, right? Up until that point, no, it wasn't. Nobody cared. So, nobody gave a fuck before because it doesn't hurt anybody and it doesn't do anything. It just makes people stupid. 
and yeah. annoying. You know, Dick, so that's the thing I keep seeing is uh, it pops up in all these marijuana activist circles. They have this graph that shows the number of people who died from drunk driving last year, uh, you know, a couple thousand, whatever. Maybe, let's say it's 10,000. Don't correct me. I don't give a shit. I'm just, it's not relevant to this argument. And then... They show, they show the number of people who died from weed, and it's zero, it's zero, zero, zero. It's always zero. Yeah. But the number of conversations that have died from weed is in the millions. Countless. Yeah. Countless. No, I know. I know. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I hate it. Yeah. It's, that's, that's way more important to me than whoever died from it. I don't care who died from it, hey, but how if, did you annoy me if with somebody, it? If somebody dies, that's a conversation starter, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Good one. Uh, let's see. Yeah. How about this one? Continuing on with the racist theme, I've got two graphs. One says um, the people by race who've smoked weed, and it's roughly 60% say they've smoked weed in their lives. 60% of people have. Yeah, between uh, white and black. However, very next graph, people arrested for weed. Black people, four times. Four times as whites. That is insane. you can't recover from that. Yeah. Like that is a major that is a major fuck you in the criminal justice system. I don't care what the cause of it is. Yeah. Like, okay, there's just cops around the ghetto more and there there's more drug transactions in a tighter space to enforce. But that's hugely fucked. It's too it's super fucked. And and you know what it is, Dick, too, is um marijuana is so prevalent. It is kind of like a poor people's drug. Everybody has it. I mean, poor and rich, sure, but more poor poor people are more likely to have drugs like marijuana than say cocaine or heroin or higher you know more expensive stuff right I don't know that that's true because meth is very cheap uh, uh, that's true accor- I mean according to what I looked at everybody's got weed and everybody's doing it yeah it's like across the board sixty percent if if sixty percent of people are doing it it's not illegal yeah it's just not well I uh, mean that's like watching the Super Bowl yeah we're all doing it we all did it I- Okay, I, that's a shitty argument. Um, but Why? Like, the Super Bowl mur- is not a good argument. But here's one. Here's, but the sixty percent part. Here's a similar one. Uh, speeding. Everybody speeds. Right. Right. Everybody at some point speeds, and yet people get so fucking high and mighty about it. They say, "Oh, well, you shouldn't do it," and it's uh, it's there to protect us, idiots. It's there to generate revenue. Right. Let's just not. Let's just stop fucking lying to ourselves for five minutes. Look, if you're against mar- marijuana prohibition, and by the way, uh, or if you're for marijuana prohibition. And by the way, I, I, I don't know exactly where I am on, on this one. For lo- the longest time... Well, that's why I wanted to bring it in. Yeah, for the longest time, I was opposed to legalizing marijuana because I feel like cigarettes and cigarette smoke is on the march towards illegalization because of the health care costs, right? So you think you think cigarettes should be illegal? <laughs> well, I think that, I think that cigarettes... Uh, it, look, you want to do it, fine, but we can't have a world where you're allowed to smoke cigarettes and then also have a world where we have public health care. We're moving towards the direction of public well, health care. I agree with you on that. Right? If you're going to tax the system and I have to pay for your shitty, disgusting habit, then you better pay for your own health care because I, I don't want to be – I don't want you to burden – my bills. And I feel like marijuana smoke, as much as they try to say it's safe and this and that, blah, 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 there's still studies. It, it hasn't been uh, studied enough. And I see studies coming out all Does the time. Does it need to be? It makes you stupid. No, it doesn't just make you stupid. There are some health risks to smoking marijuana. Sure. Yeah. It's smoke that you're inhaling into your lungs. That's cancerous. That causes cancer. There are there's, carcinogens there's, in there, right? Yeah. And it makes it like makes kids' IQs over t- if they if they're heavy users for ten years, drops their IQ by ten points. Yeah, it totally does. And yes. it also there's also all these uh, weird it's not quite as habit forming as, as tobacco, but nine percent. 
9% get addicted. 30% get addicted to tobacco. Okay. So that's a third of the people who smoke uh, either tobacco or marijuana. A third of the people who smoke marijuana are getting as addicted, right? Uh, I yeah. mean, look, man, yeah. the, the health things aside, why I'm kind of towards the middle now about uh, mm-hmm. not deciding whether it should be legal or or prohibited is because I do know some people who legitimately use marijuana for uh, medical reasons. Uh, my friend's mom, she's in her she's in her late 50s, early 60s, something like that. She had some cataracts, and uh, she had some back surgery done, and all the painkillers she took, nothing helped. She's a pretty conservative lady, too, and uh, she's not like one of these potheads. She never grew up smoking this stuff. She decided to try it just to relieve her of the pain that she was suffering from, right. and it worked. It's the only thing yeah. that worked. So I'm kind of like, okay, I can see the medical benefit for this. How about this one? You know how many people are in jail because of, uh, of marijuana? How many? 700,000 people get arrested oh, man. every year. Arrested yeah. for marijuana. You know, that's a lot of, that's a lot of cop activity. And yeah. I, uh, on a long enough timeline, some percentage of those are going to go very wrong. Yeah, of course. Right? Of course. Uh, in addition to that, they're enforcing a law that everyone doesn't respect. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if, if you're enforcing something that no one thinks should be enforced, judging by these 60% of people do marijuana, they're going to hate you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I was with a friend of mine who's a cop, and I was going on a ride-along a long time ago. I was on an, uh, a police ride-along. You know, that's where you sit with a cop, and they, they take you on patrol with Yeah, them. you sit on their lap and ride around <laughs> town. I know. Yeah, more or less. I've been dick. on a ride-along. Okay. <laughs> Have you have you really? Have you been on a ride along? No. Okay, so I went on a ride along and I saw I noticed this car traveling down the road with its uh, rear exhaust completely smoking and it looked like it was a mess and so I pointed out I'm like, "Hey man, look at that." He goes, "Oh, let's check it out." So he turns around, pick, like pulls over this lady. It's this uh, woman and her aunt and she's driving, she has a baby in the back seat. Mhm. So they're driving someplace, the car, the, the engine's smoking, whatever, and, um, and then he decides to check her bags for whatever. And he found that inside this little um, cup, like a baby sippy cup, yeah. there was a tiny little baggie of marijuana that she'd stored. There you go. And so he said, well, I got to arrest her, and he arrested her. And because the marijuana was in the sippy cup, she also got slammed with child endangerment. Oh, okay. So she got taken to jail. And meanwhile, the aunt had to, who didn't speak English, had to take care of this baby in this beat-down car who, and I don't even think she had a license. So then they had to go into debt, calling a cab to come pick them up and take them to whatever their low-income housing. Yeah. It was a big problem, man. Impossible to escape now. Yeah. Impossible. Because you've got a child-endangering drug charge on your record. Yeah. For having a little baggie. You're done. You're done, and the rest of your family tree is screwed. Yeah, Causing it's, it's, more crime, blah, 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 blah. And, and when you put this woman in jail, she's not going to be able to pay the fines and fees and penalties. Yeah. Guess so who it's is? Gonna, yeah, the taxpayers. Yeah. Doesn't California just give you tickets now? Unless it's over a certain amount. I think they relax that stuff. Yeah, I think it is decriminalized here. Yeah. It's you kind do of, get a ticket. Yeah, it's kind of ignored. I know it's like a possession ticket or something, yeah. but um, unless, you're, unless it's over a certain amount, in which case you're probably still in big trouble. You know, I have a lot of friends who smoke a lot of pot, and I just by being around them, have a ton of pot clothes and accessories. Uh, because mm-hmm. I, I don't even know, because I, I never smoke, but I have two or three pairs of pot socks. Actually, to be fair, I bought those. Pretty cool. <laughs> because, because I thought they were maple leaves, like Canadian <laughs> yeah. maple leaves. Yeah. 
<laughs> green maple leaves. <laughs> like maybe they glow in the dark. I thought they were cool. I, I, I got them in a skater shop, and I'm like, oh, big, those are. Big syrup supporter over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I like Canada. That's cool. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. How many people are in jail because of weed? It's not free to send people to jail. 700,000 people, you said. Oh, no, that's how no, many that's were arrested. arrested. I think because we have a, I forgot the total prison population. It, it sounds, it's like 2 million people in the U.S. are in prison. It's one uh, in every 100 people in the U.S. It's roughly one in every 100, ru- one in I, every 110 people is in jail in yeah, this country. It's more, it's like 10% of the population or something. No, no, right? no, 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 no. That's, that, that's like one. One percent. One percent. 250 million adults, so let's just say two and a half million it's people It's a lot. It's more than, it's more than the, the number of people arrested in China, I believe, and that's really saying something considering they, they're the most populous nation. Yeah. So, uh, guess what all of them are in there for? Weed. Half of them are for drugs. And marijuana makes up 27% of that. So 13% of people in our jails are there because of weed. Hmm. 30,000 people. Well, Dick, um, you talked me into it. I think I'll, I'll, I'll give you an upvote. It's more than anything else. That's more than immigration. That's more than sex offenses. Yeah. That's more than drawing cocks on people's cars. You know what happens when you smoke pot, Dick, is you get the munchies. And when you get the munchies, you overeat. You eat too much, you get fat. Go vote up obesity, people! Uh, there you go. <laughs> you want to hear about the positives? The makes, positives makes of marijuana? Sa- yeah, it makes you a safer driver. makes driving safer. Is that true? Is it States, because their reactions are slower? Uh, it's, it's hard to say. I have an alternative theory. States that have legalized the drug have reported 8 to 11% fewer accidents. I think it's because people who are getting shit-faced are now smoking weed. Oh, I see what you're saying. I think it may be because they lose the motivation to leave the house. That could where, be, too. Or wherever they are. That they could just, be, too. Good. They smoke and they just sit around on their fat asses. Good. Uh, veterans are using it against their PTSD. But then we don't get things like Rambo. I don't know if that's a positive. Ah, man. Without with pot around, Rambo wouldn't have existed. Yeah. Uh, suicide. Suicide drops dramatically. Yeah. 5% drop in suicide rates. And real jobs. People get real jobs. Wow. Growing legal I, legal weed. I don't, yeah. That's well, a crop. <laughs> yeah, it is a, it is a crop. Huh. Well, Dick, is that is that all you got? Yeah, I guess so. Hey, you mm. know what they do in, uh, in jail, Dick? What? They read a lot. They do. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me that this episode is brought to you by Audible. Please visit audiblepodcast.com slash biggest for your free audiobook download. Maddox, you know about Audible? They've, no, uh, well, they've updated their copy. I've got an updated copy in front of me. They've got 180,000 audio programs from leading audiobook publishers now. It used to be 150. I don't know if you remember that. They added 30,000 titles since they advertised on our show. We are responsible for that. You're welcome, Audible. That's right. You can listen to them just like you're listening to this podcast right now. Um, you get a free... Let me find it. You sign up with our code. You get a, you get a free book. Books, <laughs> <laughs> books, like, books like Steve Jobs... The autobiography. You want to listen to that? In his voice? Absolutely. No. It's a zombie. Damn it. <laughs> the one person who you could you could get to read a book without his consent. <laughs> Icon, Steve Jobs, the greatest second oh. act in the history of business. Great. Did thought you bring you might, that in, Dick? Yeah, I did. I thought awesome. you might, might like that one. Oh, yeah. I'll be sure to read that one. Okay. How about Why Is the Penis Shaped Like That by Jesse Baring? That's a real book? It's a real book. Yeah. Oh, man. That's you want to bring that, that in? Yeah, I kind of right. do, actually. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, Dick, uh, is that all you got? Yeah. All right. Let's go to get... audiblepodcast.com slash biggest for your free audiobook download. Wait a minute. You want to hear something from Mysterios before we go on? Oh, yeah. Let's hear right. Boisterous Coconuts. Here you go. 
April 14, 2003, the Human Genome Project is completed with 99.99% of the human genome sequenced, totally wow. spoiling the end of the movie of our lives. Hello! <laughs> Some of us wanted to be surprised by life. We were told the future was unknown, ours to create, filled with possibility. Thanks for ruining the plot gene mapping. Maybe we didn't <laughs> want to know if we'd end up with gray hair, cancer, or our father's inability to meaningfully connect. And plus, <laughs> how are we supposed to blame everything wrong with our lives on our parents if they're just computer robots too? Thanks a lot, Human Genome Project. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> like, never met anyone who didn't like the human genome. Was he project. being sarcastic? <laughs> I have no, I have no way to tell that guy. Sounds like the the plot of the movie. April fifteenth, eighteen fifty. The city of San Francisco is incorporated, finally giving the homeless a place to pee. Yep. During the gold rush of eighteen forty eight, the population of San Francisco exploded from one to twenty five thousand. Twenty four thousand of them, completely insane homeless men named Zeph who refuse to stop staring at your girlfriends or wives. And the gold rush mentality proudly lives on today as San Francisco is one of America's most expensive places to get pissed on by a crazy person. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, it's the most expensive place to be homeless and crazy. Um, I, I, that reminds me, one time I was at a coffee shop. I was going there with a girl I was dating at the time. And this, uh, this dude How comes How big were up, her cans? Uh, let me think. Uh, like, like a good Cara Cara orange. I it's don't like know what a character is. It's, a, it's basically is. a navel orange, a little bit smaller. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, all right. yeah. Um, so we're Please walking continue. up. Continue. <laughs> walking up, this homeless guy comes up to me. He goes, "Hey, hey, man, I'm not gonna touch your lady. I just wondered if I could get a dollar." I'm like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, now, <laughs> sure. Anyways, I was, I was dating this girl uh, with huge cans. Double yeah. double D. We're talking. Uh huh. And we were waiting in line for a movie movie over in Pasadena. This homeless dude's kind of ambling around. He, like, walks up to try to talk to us, I guess. And she drops a bunch of change in his cup. Oh, boy. And he's like, uh, that was my coffee. Oh! <laughs> so I just I gave him some money. I'm like, get get the fuck out of here. Was this homeless guy wearing a suit and <laughs> just sitting there, like, reading the New York Times? I don't know. I was just looking at her cans the whole time. Great. All right, Dick, let's get to a real problem this week, huh? Wage gap truthers. Yeah! Yeah. Dick, I, I've been working like a madman on my latest post and video that I oh, just posted. Cool. Yeah. It's about this very issue. I tried, to, I tried to finish it in time for last Tuesday because last Tuesday was International Wage Equality Day. I know. I was talking shit on Twitter all day about that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. See, I wouldn't have known because I blocked Twitter and Facebook to get work done because Twitter and Facebook suck. Um, so what's the deal? What's their gripe? Why do they need a day? Well, first, uh, for people who don't know, the International Wage Gap Day is supposedly the amount of days that a woman has to work just to earn the same salary as a man. Because... Zero. <laughs> yeah, not they just take half of it? <laughs> there you go, Dick. <laughs> no, because uh, women say that... A lot of women's rights groups, women's yeah. advocacy groups, say that they make only 77 cents to every dollar a man makes. Ugh. 77 cents. So, Dick, a long time ago, I came across this statistic because I was writing my book, The Alphabet of Manliness, yeah. and I was, looking, I was looking to write a joke about the wage gap, something along the lines of, uh, you know, God was going to punish Eve for eating the apple and to punish her entire gender. He says, okay, now you have to make blank a, a percentage for every dollar a man makes. So I decided I don't think that's a very good joke. 
<laughs> Dick, in context, it's it's great. All right. Why don't you make up a better joke, dickhead? Uh, all right, let me think. Hold on. 75%. Nah, you got me. That is a better, <laughs> that's a better joke. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that actually, that section of the book, uh, someone actually did a play on it. They they actually brought it uh, they brought it to their college and they took the script and they made a play out of it on your book yeah my book yeah oh wow that's yeah. cool yeah it was really cool um that that specific section so that seventy five cents to the dollar dig I looked it up and I thought well I better get this number right I might I might as well I'm writing a book and I'm an author I might as well get my facts right, right right so I looked it up and I couldn't quite find the source of it of course not there were lots of different sources when I looked it up it was seventy percent one year and it was seventy two percent and then it was seventy five percent and seventy seven and eighty two and sixty four it was all over the fucking place mm-hmm. I couldn't even find the same number from within the same year from the same source different sources said different things and then I thought I thought well this is this is really strange because it's something that's so ingrained in our society right you you say well there is women don't have equality when it comes to wages which always pissed me off dick because I'm I'm an egalitarian and right. I think most most reasonable people are and so when I heard that that really upset me I thought well that's fucking bullshit if a woman's working equal work and equal, she should get equal pay yeah right very simple sure so I started doing research. That's what started me down this path of research. Six. That was in 2006. What's that? Eight eight years ago, right? So that was um, that was a long time ago. And I, I finally all of that research and everything finally culminated this last week when I finished this article today. <laughs> today. Oh wow! Yeah, that's yeah. exciting. Yep, I brought so, it in. Real life work. Here we are. Here we are with, <laughs> with 15 minutes to go over eight years of work. <laughs> I can't oh, wait. Man. Hey, in your research, did you did you uncover the number of men who've got raises because their boss wants to bang them? Uh, n- no, but I do know. Is there a day for that? <laughs> I do know personally some guys who have uh who have climbed the corporate ladder by banging uh-huh. their bosses. Really? And I the bosses a- chicks? Yes. Okay. And I've had opportunities myself, Dick, that I have turned down. I don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck what you. Do you why, mean? Do, why do you believe it? Well, I don't know, because you only have that one job to go. But like, how? what happened? Yeah. No, there have been other opportunities, my friend. Um, well, what? What were they? I, I, I'm not going to disclose it, man. The, bo- the bottom line is this. I had opportunities, and I passed on them. All right. All right? All right. So, uh, it does happen. It does happen. It's less frequent. It's less common. However, Dick, um, there is the smoking gun argument that I have, which basically shuts everyone down when you bring up the wage gap because they say there's a 77 cents of the dollar that's a bullshit statistic because it doesn't control for the number of hours worked if a guy works the same amount of hours as a girl the type of job that he works a female chemical engineer is going to make the same as a male chemical engineer if they have the same experience level education tenure region of the country uh marital status whether or not they have kids whether or not they have to take time off for kids not only for themselves to get if they get sick but also for their kids if they get sick to take time off to go to the, their their children's functions at school and things like that um if you control for all of those variables yeah you know what they found the department of labor did the study they commissioned the study and they found that the wage gap shrinks to anywhere from 93 to 95 percent you know what they probably left out uh, celebrity news sites. That's that last 5%. What do you mean? Women on their phones all day at work being okay. on celebrity news sites. Sick. I try to bring in Candy Crush. I try to bring in a, a well-reasoned <laughs> And thinking about puppies. Do they have that in there? Great, Dick. I bring in this, this well-thought-out, 
great argument, cogent argument. Go ahead. You shit all over it with your sexist bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no, Dick, I don't think they controlled for Candy Crush Saga. There you go. <laughs> so there's this group, Dick. The group is called the American Association of University Women, the AAUW. This is an advocacy group, right? The AU. Ow. Great. Great letters, ladies. Yeah. So they're the, they're one of the big ones who are pro, who are really pushing the 77% number. Yeah. If you Google the wage gap by gender or wage disparity by gender, one of the first links that come up, I think in the top two, is their website. And they're really pushing this uh, 77% number. They have numerous studies that they release year after year after year based on the same data. They change it a little bit here and there, but they, they release the study as a long 64-plus page document, and then they release an executive summary, which doesn't really talk about the numbers. They just say 77%, blah, 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 and they don't really talk about the the methodology or the data. Yeah. I pulled up the 64-page document, the really long one, right? Okay. And I thought, well, they they can't deny that if you control for all these variables, the wage gap is going to disappear. They can't deny that. Well, it turns out they don't. They actually admit it. Oh, really? Yeah. In oh. this in this document, they admitted that when you control for all these variables, the wage gap is ninety three percent. They went with a lower figure; they went with ninety three instead of ninety five. Uh-huh. But they still had to admit that it's ninety three percent when you control for these variables inside this women's advocacy group study. Right. Yeah. However, in a sixty four page document, they only mentioned it one time in one sentence. Buried deep, deep, deep in the document near the end, near the bottom, and with one chart. That's it. That's the only time they mention it. And then they tried to say, well, but it's still a problem. Why is there 7%? Why is there 7%? So there's a 7%. Because you're lying. That's why it's 77%, because you're just fucking lying. It's misleading. Sure. Um, I mean, it's true if you just look at all jobs across the board that all men work versus all women work, but that doesn't control for uh, any number of factors. It's true in the way that you're not saying it. Like, it's true in (laughs) a way that you're not implying. So good work. Thanks for helping us all out. So, Dick, they, this 93% number that they came to, they said, well, that's true. It's 93% when you control for all these variables, but that still doesn't explain one-third of the disparity. Now, when you hear that number, that one-third number, you think to yourself, oh, well, that sounds like there's still a 33% gap, right? Right. They're not, not talking about no. that. No. They're talking about one-third the of the 23%, yeah. yep. which is 7%. That's a real shitty way of saving 7%. I sound yeah. like I'm just like parroting my script, but this is just coming right from my head. I'm not reading this anywhere. Uh, seriously, that's 7%. They're trying so hard to make it sound bigger and make it sound badder and make it sound like they're more of a victim than they actually are because yeah. they have an agenda. You know what their agenda is, Dick? Money. It it's is making money. money. It is money, they're yeah. they're all fucking liars. And anybody coming up with stats is doing this. Yeah, no, not always, Dick. Some people, I see, you're such a cynic. You're such a cynic. Listen it's, to this. It's pictures of kittens and puppies that explains that 7%. I promise you that's true. No. Their study, even even in this women's study, this, uh, yeah. this AAUW report, they said that some of the, they had to admit this, they said that some of the disparity can be explained because women simply don't ask for raises. Of course not. Well, why Why of course not? Well, first of all, because they don't value themselves as highly as men do. Okay, I, I no, regret no, 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 asking. Wait, that's, a, that's a study. What are you talking about? They don't, yeah. when, when self-reporting their value to a company, they report low. 
Hmm. They always do. I brought that in. Uh, oh. I brought that in in the ask for a raise bonus episode. Uh, yeah, you kind of, uh, you may have mentioned that. I I think are you referring to the phenomenon that's called um, imposter syndrome? Because that's what uh, Jessica Williams was accused of. Uh, I brought that in like three four episodes ago. Jessica Williams is the black. I brought it in before that. I know you did, but yeah. is that is that the name of the study you're it referring went, to? The I, don't, I don't know. I just looked at the numbers. It was the just, percentage of women who say that they're that they deserve more money, and uh, it was just less across the board. Right. Just to refresh everyone's memory, that uh, that imposter syndrome is what Jessica Williams, uh, the anchor on the Daily Show, was accused of, which is a phenomenon where people think that they are not worthy of the success that they have achieved. Yeah. So sometimes people say, "Well, women have this. They they for some reason because society's beat them down and hammered them down so much." Um, but Dick, uh, back to this point, I want to, I want to make this, uh, this point real quick with the AAUW, here's their agenda, right? They have this, uh, legal fund. It's the legal anti-discrimination fund, whatever. Um, but they only take up certain types of cases with certain criterias. And one of their criterias, if they want to take your case, if you have a sexual discrimination case and they want to fight it for you, yeah. One of the requirements is that you allow the AAUW to publicize support for these cases internally and externally, including the media, on their website, and in electronic and print communications. That makes sense. They want to use you as a spokesperson. Yeah, they want to use you. They want to use you. So say you've had a traumatic sexual assault at your work. Say that I did? No, I mean as a woman. What did I? Oh. Say say if you did and you were victimized. Okay. Don't threaten him with a good time. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say, let me get my erotic story music out. Um, if you have been sexually assaulted and you want to bring this person to justice, they will not take up your case unless you agree that they can use you and and publicize you and publicize this case and make it to to get more funding. Yeah, but that's what they do. I mean, well, they, that, that that's doesn't fine. make it right. All right, they're they're providing you legal counsel for free, aren't they? All right, Dick. No, but aren't they? No. So you have to pay them. You don't have to pay them. You- no, you don't have to pay them. It's not entirely free. They co- they cover uh, the majority of the expenses for the legal fund, but not you know, not your personal travel and things like I'm that. I'm not really upset by that. I don't see how that's wrong. Go get another lawyer then. Yeah, well— I mean, don't uh, get hoodwinked by these— uh, Well, th- but let's not pretend that this is altruism. They're not trying to do anything good here for women if they're just only— if they're if they're going to take up your case, but they say, well, you know what? We want to help you, but also we want to help ourselves. Uh-huh. Uh, well, which is it? And also, it's the most egregious form of, of uh, self-interest when you are further potentially victimizing someone who's, who's experienced sexual assault. If you've had some—I'm sure you've, you've known somebody who at the workplace has experienced sexual discrimination or, or at least uh, sexual assault in some, on some form. I, I do. I, I've known girls who've had their, uh, their asses groped by their bosses, and finally when they spoke up about it, their bosses tried to fire them or intimidate them. It's a real shitty thing. So if you go to the AAUW and you say, hey, I'd like to bring suit against my boss, and they say, well, not unless we can publicize this and splash your name all over the media— well, you might say, no, fuck off. I don't want, I want to keep my private light private. I want to grieve and, and deal with my trauma in my own way. Or maybe they're okay with it. But regardless, they shouldn't be forced. They shouldn't have their hand forced well, by this organization. Forced. They can go anywhere they want. I mean, I get that, like, you don't like hypocrisy, but they could just go to another lawyer if they want, if they don't want that. Yeah, but uh, that's not the point, Dick. The point is they're not doing it out of altruism. Oh, these women. The, the AAUW isn't. Oh, yeah, of course yeah. not. No, they, they don't really care. I mean, they, they might. Don't, they they don't might even care. care about, they don't even care 
that they're perpetrating a ridiculous lie on the entire population. That they're perpetuating this divisive statistic that is that means absolutely nothing at best and is a blatant lie at worst. They don't even care about that. Like, they don't care that they're directly harming everyone. Yeah. that Because that number, that number only breeds contempt and jealousy and a hot, like, how many women believe that? A lot. All, fucking every woman I've talked to will throw it in. Yeah. Like, even, even if they don't mention it, they believe it somewhere. Because if you hear it from everybody, it's impossible not to. Yeah. It's like people who say uh, your hair and your fingernails grow after you're dead. It doesn't. They don't. Yeah. But everybody believes it because they hear it from everybody. It's a hopeless cause to try to convince them otherwise. It's fucking hopeless. Um, I, I don't think it's hopeless. I think that we just have to take our time. It's going to take a long time to do it, but we have to slowly. It's like it's kind of like uh, lemmings jumping off of cliffs or George Washington's false teeth being wooden or whatever. All those urban legends. Uh, slowly, over time, little by little, uh, people can be enlightened to it. Especially, I, I believe the website Snopes is really helpful because of Snopes. And there's another website, Dick, uh, called Politifact. Have you heard of Politifact? I have, yeah. Yeah, Politifact is actually really good. It's a nonpartisan website, which is what I like about it. They will call out the bullshit of all politicians, not just uh, uh, conservatives, but liberals as well. Well, all right. No, they do. No, there's a few of those. I think it's like factcheck.org. Factcheck.org is yeah, another one, I, yeah, I believe. Politifact. There's a few of them that... Uh, that are yeah. nonpartisan. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. They just want to get down to the bottom of it, which I which I really appreciate. Factcheck.org, however, um, so when when Obama during his State of the Union address in 2014 uh-huh. came out and he said there was a 77, 77% figure, right? The 77 yeah. cents of the dollar. Uh, factcheck.org came out and they said, hey, uh, that's mostly false. And he they explained how that number's misleading. Really? Yes. Huh. It's specifically in the way. And then another another politician came out and made those same those, those same claims, and they called him out on it too. They said those are mostly false. Those are really misleading numbers you guys are saying. They're very misleading. They're, yeah, they're really misleading numbers. So uh, they're doing a good job, I believe. So, Dick, you know what's interesting, though, is that in spite of this staunchly held belief by women and men, most of society, really, uh-huh. that women are paid less than men, Despite that, women overwhelmingly have a higher job satisfaction rating than men do. Yeah, that's part of the, the ask for a raise problem. What do you mean? Because they don't ask for a raise because they're more satisfied with their jobs. Also, Could I'm be. saying that's another reason why. Could be. So I looked into why, and the prevailing theory by a lot of uh, feminist authors and feminist academia oh, is, yeah, is that women have been so browbeat and conditioned by society to think that they're <laughs> worthless. Oh man, that they don't even ask for a raise because they're so victimized, they're uh, so weak, they're so they don't even want to, they don't even want to try. However, they're still somehow happier at their jobs, what, right? What? What? Can you talk women into doing? Like this is a real question. If you tr- can you try to talk a woman into doing something she doesn't want to do? Uh. I mean, I- honestly, that's like most of my life is trying to talk a woman <laughs> into doing something that she and I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about anything. Yeah. Like what so what? We all banded together and brainwashed these women into thinking that they're thrilled to be at work. That's, that's the that's the, what they're that's posing. That's the argument. That, which, by the way, makes women sound oh, weak. How Don't about, you see how insulting and condescending that is to say that women are so suggestible that you can tell you can feed them shit and, and, yeah. and tell them that it's a, a steak and they'll be like, oh, mm, steak, right? Yeah. How about how about hey, uh, sweetheart, stop worshiping Disneyland. Spend your whole life. You're never gonna get that message through. 
Dick, what the fuck are you talking about? You can't talk them out <laughs> of or into anything. Okay, Dick. I don't I don't agree. What do you with mean? That. What do you mean? What? You can't rationalize with them? Is that what you're saying? What no, is the opposite? I like how he takes you on the ride and then kicks you out of a moving car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I totally agree with you. So so what? So we can convince women that they're 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 thrilled to be at work, but we can't talk them out of doing annoying shit that I hate. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying that that, uh, that that you don't believe that that's what women are are have been conditioned into believing. Yeah, I okay. think they're you know like I real like saying. people. Yeah, yeah. That have like motivations internally. Oh, I misinterpreted what you said. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's, that's what that's my life, man. People yeah. just misinterpreting everything I'm saying. They think I'm a bad guy, but here I am, just trying to agree. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Dick. Wow, good guy, Dick Masterson. <laughs> yeah, man. Um. So I looked into the statistic, and, and that's the main reason that people say, uh, which there's no evidence for. Here's my theory, my personal theory, and I'm not saying that this is substantiated by any evidence or facts or research Ooh, or whatever. I like it. All right. right? Okay. This is my own personal theory. Uh-huh. Um, when they control for job type, women uh, women make largely the same as men. But when you're not controlling for job type, well, suddenly that disparity re- reappears, right? Because then yeah. you, you're comparing people who, who who might be working at McDonald's uh, versus people who are, I don't know, ca- ca- petroleum engineers or somebody who works or in— CEOs. Or CEOs. Yeah, or CEOs or somebody who works a, as, as a crab fisherman who's way more likely to be a guy. With a so, much higher. So wait a minute. If I have a crab boat, I can just hire all women at seventy-seven percent of yeah. the salary. Or if I run like a sanitation service, I can just hire all garbage women. Sure. Holy shit! Just I'll hire run everybody out of town. Yeah, I should do that because you'll save twenty-three percent on the on the wages. You you know how insane that figure is. To say that uh, companies could be saving today, right fucking now, 23% on their wages, and they're not tripping over themselves to hire women to fill these jobs? The first thing they would do. That's the first thing they would do. anything to save money. They're breaking laws by hiring illegal immigrants left (laughs) and right. They're trying every chance they can get. Illegal immigrants, they know they can bully because if they speak up, they'll kick them out of the country. They know they can't pull that shit with women. If they could simply hire women and pay them less, they fucking would. You would see women accounting for... The overwhelming majority of the workforce, and you just don't see that. Yeah, you they hire they hire employees who don't speak English. That's all women do, speaking all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the workplace. Good job, Dick. <laughs> we'd look much? like we'd look like the uh, like the like the Serengeti. It would yeah. just be the men, the male lions, doing nothing. All day, and the women just working their asses off, at, at, yeah, for 77%. For 77%. You know, Dick, so that wage disparity uh, and the job satisfaction, th- there's so many studies about this. The job satisfaction paradox, uh-huh. that's actually a thing. It's a phenomenon that's known, and there's so many studies that have looked at this. It's called the jo- the wage here, I got the actual name of it. I wonder what it. that is. I wonder what that's all about. I, I, I'll tell you what my theory is okay. in, uh, in just a second. It's called the gender job satisfaction paradox. And my theory is, Dick, that the jobs that pay more are more dangerous. You are responsible for more. They're more stressful. You work longer hours. You work overtime. And you work extra time. So those jobs pay more. But they are miserable people who were working those jobs a lot of times like yeah. i i used to work at one of those jobs when i worked for the telemarketing company there we go can yeah. we put this square on the bingo game <laughs> fuck you dick <laughs> Sorry about the telemarketing company you know what i just found out that you weren't actually on the phones uh, that's I, how i always pictured you no i started out on the phones sean <laughs> oh you did i did yeah. how long did that how many calls about a day did that and a half, last right <laughs> <laughs> no i was on the phones for about a year 
Oh my god, really? Yeah, I was there for a long time. And that's the reason I got my IT job and I got my foothold in the IT department and yeah. then and then worked my way up into programming and became their research and development programmer is because I was so bored on the phones, I would memorize the script and then sit there with my eyes shut. And they couldn't tell if I was asleep, which half the time I was. They couldn't tell if I was asleep <laughs> or if I was on a call and just reading the script with my eyes shut uh, because I memorized everything, including the rebuttals, including the the, the, the codes. And I would oh get so God. bored that I would sit there and hack the computers and break into their Unix system. And I would fool around with the little scripts and and like write little payroll things. And I would shut down my computer when I didn't want to work. And I'd, I'd turn on, I'd, uh, you know, I'd disable calls and I'd just fuck around with the computers. Yeah. Finally, they said, hey, man, you should probably work in IT, you know? you're doing and that's how i got that job but uh when i was at that when i was at that job dick uh wait what what was the uh you were talking about how i was right that uh reefer madness is a huge problem dick (laughs) you were talking about um women working jobs that are not as like stressful and miserable yeah this job was really stressful when i became a programmer it was a really stressful job because i would work around uh 60 to 80 hours a week and I hated it. Yeah. I hated my li- I hated life. I, I gained weight during that time. That was another big period oh of, gain, of weight gain we in my life. Yeah. It was a shitty job, Dick. I would sit there working in a, just a smelly little office with uh, uh, a bunch of IT people, you know, like computer nerds. Yeah. And it, it sucked. I worked on Thanksgiving. I remember having to go in. I remember being on my vacation, traveling abroad, and having to log in to, through my phone in a Wi-Fi in an internet cafe to take care of some fire that came up. It was a mm. shitty job. Um, yeah, it paid well, but I was stressed out. So somebody who has a stressful job is obviously going to have lower job satisfaction than somebody who has a, a job that's not as stressful, but they're not also not making as much. Well, I, I hear what you're saying. Maybe that's true. I'm going to pose another f- alternative theory. Uh, men like being miserable. Yeah. Don't don't we? Yeah. We get here every week and bitch about how miserable we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if women do that. Like if a, if a guy with a survey came up to me and said, "Hey, uh, Dick, how do you report your job satisfaction?" I'm gonna go, "Well, what'd the last guy say?" And he said, uh, "Well, it's like a living hell." And I said, "Well, my, mine's like two living hells." <laughs> Put that down. Yeah, is that the male version of uh, of what? Just gossip, I guess. Uh, it's like we being like a martyr. Be we just do. We get together yeah. and commiserate over how miserable life is. Because it is. All right, Dick. Nice theory. That's my problem. The wage wage gap truthers. That's pretty funny. Thanks. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your last problem? My last. Oh shit, we're running out of time, man. Let's hear. You have, you let's hear some more. Yeah, right. I got time for it. It's a quick problem. Let's hear some more. Stereos. Uh, Stereos. Kokonos and his uh, biggest problem in history. The biggest things that went wrong this week and last week because he got it in late. <laughs> April 18th, 1923. Yankee Stadium is open. Uh Finally giving New Yorkers a place to yell around a lot and be rude. Before Yankee Stadium, New Yorkers simply had no place where they could rant, complain, raise their voices, shout unsolicited advice, make a mess while eating, get way too drunk, turn minor differences of opinion into brutal fistfights, presumptuously act like you're a member of their family, make sure that you know that they know what's going on, or call people they just met my friend. The notoriously repressed and humble folks of New York City finally had a forum. Thanks, Yankee Stadium. <laughs> you ever been to Yankee Stadium? Uh, no, just in I passing. I never have no. uh, Sean, you been to Yankee Stadium? Well, no, the original's torn down. Oh, I didn't know that. There's a new one, though. Uh, 
Well, Sean, the rain cloud of fun. It's across the street. <laughs> Sean's the rain cloud of fun? Uh, oh, sorry, Star-Lord. Fuck, that, that, fuck you. That fuck title's taken. No. <laughs> All right, here's the, here's the last one I'll play of Stereos. <laughs> April 15th, 1912. The RMS Titanic sinks in the North Atlantic Sea, oh, oh, leading uh, to the greatest disaster of the 20th century. Good. The movie Titanic. Oh, the yeah. mighty vessel took two hours and 40 minutes to sink. That's right. It took the Titanic... Less time to sink than it takes to watch Titanic. <laughs> Hopefully, I've talked long enough so that Dick can surprise Maddox with a Titanic clip. Oh. Now, Dick, show him the clip. Better not. No, I can't. Ah, I lo- yeah. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> it's funny. He looks like the- a bottle of hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got that bulging vein thing going on. Oh my God, is he you gonna die? Have- you can imagine, though. <laughs> I think is he gonna chime more. in anymore <laughs> during this know. clip? That <laughs> great <laughs> joke, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play that along with every clip from now on. Good. Then I'll just fucking leave. I'll go get a burger. You can fuck off in here. Hey, I don't like watching it either. Oh, you said you liked it. You said you like love stories. I and like rubbing it in your face. Aww. Doesn't mean I like watching the movie. That's all for now. Until next time, this is Asterios Kokodo saying the past can go fuck itself. That's one of the best ones yet, I think. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, That pisses me off. I'm really angry now. Because of the Titanic? Yeah, because of everything. Although I am happy that the Titanic sunk, so there's that. Well, you should uh, smoke some weed, man. That ought to mellow you out. Wait. Uh, I will not smoke weed. I also changed my mind. I changed my mind. I'm actually not happy the Titanic sunk because if it, had it not sunk, maybe I wouldn't have to um, sit through that horrible bid that you do when when your when your problems come in with more votes. Guess we'll never know. <laughs> I guess because time machines. Do we have time solution. for? Uh, do we have time for? Oh yeah, you would go back in time and prevent the Titanic from sinking. <laughs> yeah, so you wouldn't have to watch that bit anymore. <laughs> talk about talk about false altruism. There's some fucking false altruism for you. I'm not doing it for you guys. I don't give a shit if you guys die. I just don't want to have to watch a movie a century later. <laughs> it's all fake, man. <laughs> oh, oh, it's are you a truther? Fake. Are you a Titanic truther? All altruism is fake. I'm oh, saying. Okay. Um. Yeah, you'd be the last person I would want. On that ship, trying to save it. Well, I, well, I would do a good job. No, you I'm very are immediately condescending <laughs> with every person. Well, first, first of all, you're Middle Eastern, and this I'm is not. I'm Armenian. There's that. Oh, I didn't know there was a difference. Oh I'm yeah, sorry. there's a huge fucking difference, asshole. Why don't you look into it? Why don't you pick up a, do- uh, a book? Okay. Yeah. Why don't you go to a li- when, libraries? If you dance like this, <laughs> if you with snapping, rubbing invisible uh, quarters together in the sky, <laughs> like you're snapping but you're not snapping. I don't do that, asshole. Then I call you Middle Eastern. No. So I, I don't think they would respond well to that. First of all. Okay. It doesn't matter what they fucking respond to. You know what? If I showed up on that ship, I, I'm so charismatic and yes, condescending. <laughs> But but sometimes you listen to a condescending, charismatic leader, right? Don't you? I think people do. I don't know about that. Name hey. who's a condescending, charismatic leader? Uh, me. Neil deGrasse You're Tyson. At him. No. There we go. Okay, well, there you go. Sure, he's yeah, condescending he and is. charismatic. There you go. He's uh, a perfect maybe, example. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, maybe. eat my asshole. Let's, uh, let's have a contest. <laughs> let's travel back in time and save the Titanic. All right. You want to hear one more problem this week? Or else everyone's going to bitch that we only had two problems. Oh, yeah. God forbid. You know, somebody somebody was bitching about that. He's like, you know, uh, what's the deal, guys, with uh, the three comments lately? Or three the three problems. problems you guys are bringing in. And someone commented and said, hey, uh, would you prefer zero problems? <laughs> they don't have to do this, dickhead. I saw that. Yeah. What's your last problem, Dick? Getting too high. 
getting too high. A good, a good uh, uh, pairing with your other problem. Yeah. So you know, weed day episode. What's pro- what's wrong with getting too high? Well, uh, you know, a lot of things. You look like an asshole. You do look like sometimes. an asshole. Yeah. See, the problem is the problem with weed is you can't you can't get too drunk, but you can get too high. You know uh, what I'm saying? No. You're absolutely wrong. I, I would I would much rather be around somebody who's too high than too drunk. Although, there is a point of drunkness where they pass out where I'm just drawing shit on their face. See? That's pretty funny. There you funny. go. Yeah. But if you're too high, you're just sleeping. Yeah, but then if you get too, too drunk, then it's just alcohol poisoning, and that's going to really just bum people out if they you ever die. Been, you ever been too high? Uh, too, no, I don't even think I've been high. I've been high maybe like once, uh, but no. You get high on life. Okay, Dick. That's not, I'm not making fun. Is yeah. it true? What? That you get high on life. Is that an accurate I don't even statement? Know, like, how can you explain to someone who's never been high if they're high, like, what it's even like to be high? Uh, you know, that's, that's what, that's, that's my I problem. Know. I sound high right now. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's my problem. That's my problem with people who say, um, you know, they try to convey an idea that is internal to someone else who's right. never experienced it or maybe has never experienced it, like headaches. How do you know a migraine? That you that you think that you're having is an actual migraine compared to someone else's headache. You might just think you were having a bad headache. That's true. I was trying to explain to a girl what busting a nut felt like <laughs> the other week. Great. I can't remember what I said though. Um, I you know it's so stupid, Dick, because I was having this exact same conversation. <laughs> different different time, different people. What do you mean? This conversation we're having right now? Yeah. Right, uh, let me get no, back I was to my trying prob- to explain. I was trying to explain to a girl. I mean, what what it uh, what it feels like. Oh yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's, it's hard. Weird. It's, yeah. it's hard. It's very difficult. I'm oh, gonna work on that. I'll bring it. I'll come back with that next week. I'll do oh. some homework. Oh, it's hard, buddy. Getting too high. I fell off a stool at the Pacific Dining Car last uh, last week. What's the Pacific Dining Car? It's a steak restaurant. Okay. It's a steak restaurant. Yeah. It's too high. Yeah. Yeah. You fell off a stool. Yeah. What an asshole. Yeah, I know. Why were you so? I've high? never fallen off a stool because I was drunk. Yeah. Well, too drunk. What do you just turn into a goofy idiot when you're high? That's what it does to you, man. Hmm. So, so Dick, you're, let me get, let me, let me get this straight. Your problem this week is you fell off a stool at the Pacific dining car. Yeah, but I got other examples of getting too high. Okay. Um, I was going to a rave one time. <laughs> was this a Burning Man story, Dick? No, I got a Burning Man story about getting too high, too. <laughs> Great. To. Yeah, I was going to a, a rave one time. I was supposed to meet a bunch of friends there. Yeah. So they, they were bringing all these, uh, all these pot brownies, right? Edibles are murder, too. I don't know if you know that. I have. I've, oh, okay. I take it back. I have done an edible before. Oh, then you've been high as well, shit. There you go. Uh, so they panicked in line. They had a whole a whole plate of pot brownies. Yeah. And they panicked in line because the bouncer was like frisking people. This uh-huh. was in college, so they're terrified of authority. And uh, they decided to eat all of the pot brownies as quickly as possible. Oh man! To get through the to get through the line because they don't yeah. want to waste them, right? Yeah. So they get in. Yeah. They get into the rave. At like uh, I don't know ten. Yeah, found them at six in the morning, all sleeping <laughs> on top of each other, and like these bean bags out in the front. Idiots! Uh. You blew it. You know, I feel like pot and alcohol to an extent, maybe maybe both the same the same extent. But I think that it's a way that people uh, obliterate their senses so they don't have to contend with life. That yeah, they, they don't. That's have exactly to, what it is. Yeah, that they don't have to deal with their demons. Yeah, you get it. I know people. I know people who just smoke non-stop and it's because they don't want to be present enough to think about what they've done <laughs> or have it done happy 420 everybody yeah 
Yeah, enjoy. Hey, is that is that harshing your buzz, you idiots? You fucking yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you got video games, right? That's what you do. Yeah, but it's not. Check out. Yeah, but it doesn't. I don't check out. I think when I play video games, especially you can't hold a conversation when oh, you play video games. Oh, that's a fucking okay. You should see me play Street Fighter when I'm on the phone, buddy. When I'm having, a, when I'm talking co- on the phone and I'm playing against someone else in Street Fighter, everyone gets pissed off because I'm so good. They, they say, they say, hey man, because uh, I'm always like holding back like one arm behind my back when I'm playing Street Fighter, right? Oh my god, I, I'm playing against all these rookies <laughs> and suckers. And then when I'm playing, when I'm talking on the phone, I'm paying more attention to the conversation, and I just go into muscle memory with Street Fighter, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just kicking ass, and everyone's like, "Hey, uh, this isn't fun because you you've won thirty times in a row." I'm like, "Oh, sorry, I'm on a phone call. I'm not paying attention. I, I forgot that I'm playing with my master self." All right, <laughs> <laughs> you got my problems. Yeah, reefer madness and getting too high. And my problem this week was wage gap truthers. Don't forget to vote on these problems at TheBiggestProblemInTheUniverse.com. Thanks for supporting us with Audible, guys. It really helps out the show. Yep. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about non-fucking problems this week. I think you guys have really gotten to the end of The Biggest Problem in the Universe. You brought in enormous you problems fucking come last up week. With yeah. Is obesity, bacon love, and taxes. That's a huge problem. You dumb motherfucker. If you have a problem with taxes, you got to have a fucking reason. I mean, they're necessary. Without taxes, we don't have roads or infrastructure. I get, you know, we got a lot of countries to run. Maybe maybe your problem shouldn't have been taxes. It it should have been um, how we spend taxes because... I agree. You know, I agree. We, we spend way too much on military. It's a it's a fucking waste of money on oh, my. Thanks for agreeing, asshole. Asshole. <laughs> Thanks for this really thoughtful point you brought in for our non problems dipshit. You spent like fucking two minutes talking about this a non problem. Apparently, so so big of a non problem that it took two minutes to get. Obesity is kind of a solution because these fat fucks die faster. No, no, no. So therefore, we're just decreasing the population of people who are too stupid to take care of themselves. I can't take it anymore. Good. You know what, you (laughs) moron? Listen, it's such a fucking non-problem that that it spurred a two-minute debate you had with yourself on a fucking voicemail, you (laughs) idiot. That's how that's how much of a non-problem. Uh, sorry, we brought in this problem that has spurred no controversy or debate. Yeah. Really, it's not a problem. Guess what? You wouldn't be calling in if it wasn't a problem, shithead. Fuck. Speaking <laughs> speaking speaking of having a debate with yourself, here's a here's a call. Uh... Dick, you fucking tit. I'm listening to episode 47 right now. And I'll tell you what. Belloc did not follow Indiana Jones to find the fucking <laughs> lost ark, okay? He saw Indiana's guy digging it up. Oh, man, I'm so glad. Of course, you're talking about the beginning of the movie with the Javitos, in which case, he, uh, he did follow him to, to find it. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> then he called back immediately upon realizing his mistake. Okay. Hey, Dick, this is Pete again. I just called, and I, we're, I was talking about uh, your, your reference to Indiana Jones on episode 47. I do apologize. I think it's pretty obvious you're talking about the beginning of the movie. I think it's pretty obvious. When uh, Belloc follows Indiana Jones, he just hangs out outside the, the opening of the cave, waiting for him to get the, the idol uh, with the Jovitos. So I, I, I immediately jumped to think that you thought he was talking. Yeah. I, I immediately jumped to the. I've been drinking. I immediately jumped to the point that uh, you know you were you were talking about him finding the lost ark and Belloc followed him to get the lost ark when when uh, you know he he didn't he oh, I mean, had to roll on the group and he didn't fuck. Right now he's got to apologize for talking too long. I got 
I got two more. Oh, uh, somebody wrote you a, a song, Sean. Oh, we got a, sh- a song for Sean. Oh, yeah, great. I got to play it this episode, <laughs> too. Let's hear it. Let's end on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I love it already. My name's Sativa Sean. I'm in Livondi Farm. Primary as this all day with the Bill Cosby Mon. Hey, but in this life, there's one thing I need. When the day is over, I want to burn up some weed. <laughs> Yo, where's the green? It's gone. Why? Because last night I went full blown retard. <laughs> I deleted the weed. <laughs> I deleted. <coughs> oh man! Uh, wait, that was it? No, hold on. I think I, I think I accidentally X'd out of it. Oh my god! Oh, I deleted. Oh, that is it. <laughs> hey. I, what a stoner song, a stoner way to end a song. He had to, he had to get it in. At least he got it in by today. Oh, that's incredible. We got to post that on the website. That was yeah. great.